Well, hello there. It is great to see you again this morning and welcome back to Wisdom and Wealth, Pathways to a Life of Significance for You and Your Family. I'm your host and moderator, Ryan Ruff, and as always, I'll be joined in just a moment by the star of our show. That's Mr. Frank Astorino of the Astorino Financial Group, and we're going to be diving into yet another wealth management-related topic. That's what we cover here on the show, and boy, do we have a good one that we're going to be getting into today. You know, in, in past conversations on this show, we always find a way to weave charitable intent into our conversations in one way or another. And today we're zooming in a little deeper on this idea of charitable intent, specifically with regard to an advisor. So hear me out. As family wealth begins to increase over time and that wealth then gets passed on to its heirs, well, the issue of philanthropy often becomes just a more and more important topic for the family as a whole. So today we're going to be looking at a specific resource on the show that lets these families know that uh, they should be really considering something. And this resource is a professional known as a philanthropic advisor. So this advisor, of course, they're deeply focused on this area of charitable giving. And that is really going to be the focal point of today's show, what this idea of a philanthropic advisor is and how they can really be a powerful ally for you and your family. But first, let's go ahead and welcome Frank on before we dive right into it. Frank, it's good to see you this morning. How are you doing, sir? Doing great, Ryan. It's good to see you again, and I look forward to this topic uh, with enthusiasm. Yeah, absolutely. No, this is a good one, Frank. We always do find our way back to, to philanthropic conversation in one way or another on this show. Uh, Frank, to, to start our conversation today, kind of from a high level, philanthropy is, is obviously a major area of interest you know, for many investors, for families, affluent families that we talk about a lot. Tell us about the appeal of the so-called philanthropic advisors that I mentioned. Well, that could come in various uh, uh, types. Um, there are people who specialize in family foundations and things of that nature. Uh, you could have a financial advisor that specializes in it. A lot of attorneys may have only covered, you know, a, a, a touch of it in in uh, law school. Um, I, we've been doing it for over thirty years, so we've become somewhat of a niche expert in it, and we see people who. Uh, seek out someone who is going to help them create a significant impact in some way, whether it's on their community, whether it's the world at large. And we're finding while most of our clients are all either affluent or wealthy, um, you don't have to be astoundingly wealthy uh, to be charitable and utilize certain charitable instruments. So there's a lot of qualitative benefits that come from uh, giving and and showing gratitude and giving back to the world and we have the toolbox to do it that's fantastic and frank i want to talk details now how exactly does a philanthropic advisor help donors navigate this this world of charitable giving because there are so many variables at play within this world of charitable giving so how does a, a philanthropic advisor work with them well, for us, it's it's really the consummate financial planning tool. And if we were to give it a 30,000 foot level view, um, it's really uh, helping our clients with the big, big picture and what they want to accomplish with charitable planning and strategies so that they're not overwhelmed and they're not getting caught too much in minutia, but they can actually feel the power of, of giving and making a difference. Um, we we do it in a way where we're identifying their philanthropic values. They may be 
you know, it might be their alma mater, it might be something that, you know, raises attention in their community or whatever. But we help them identify it through a deep dive on their values. And then we create the framework that enables them to not interrupt, if not expand, their other uh, financial goals and objectives. They're not disinheriting anybody. They're basically finding a way to give and still accomplish all their other goals. Sure, sure. So I hear you, the values-based kind of discussion as well as that framework that's established. Yeah. But would you say a would you say a philanthropic advisor like you and your team, do you guys get involved on maybe a deeper, more granular level even? Absolutely. Um, sometimes it has to do with just helping them find the right charitable organization to fund. Some of them already have a very specific uh, interest. We've participated in several millions of dollars worth of charitable monies managed. Uh, some are for women. I understand that March is uh, Women's Month and celebrating women. We have several uh, women like Rise Gatherings. We have those who are um, fostering children literacy. Uh, we have Right on Sports for underserved children. Uh, we have the bridge for mental health and, and helping children with anxiety and, and disruption in their family life. We've done animal shelters. We've, we've helped clients give either a chapel or a building to their university. Uh, we've helped a client fund an Armenian foundation for churches across the world. Uh, we have bringing a soldier home for Christmas. And we've had St. Jude for children's cancer. These are just some of the many ways that people have expressed gratitude uh, for causes that they really believe in and want to make an impact. And by the way, they're getting significant tax benefits for doing it. Sure, sure. And we'll, I know we're going to talk about that a little more, you know, in more detail here in a moment. Um, but no, that's fantastic to hear all, you know, all the, the great work that, you know, your team as well as, you know, with the assistance of your clients have been able to achieve uh, in the past, Frank. And, and so given all of that work, you know, uh, the setting up of that framework, the values discussion, selecting, uh, you know, which nonprofit or which, which, uh, area you want to be philanthropic towards, given all of that, I would also assume then that philanthropic advisors like yourself and your team would also provide guidance on maybe the strongest charitable tools or the vehicles that could be used by these various types of donors. Am I correct in saying that? That's absolutely correct, uh, Ryan. I, I consider it a charitable toolbox and people, you know, they may use, they might be familiar with making a donation on a weekly basis to their congregation or to their local charities that come in the mail and so forth. But we've seen a great expansion of people organizing their uh, charitable goals through a donor advised fund. It's, it's almost as simple as setting up a, um, a uh, 529 plan for their kids. And they basically uh, sometimes at the end of the year come in and say, you know, I, I want to do something and I also want to get a tax deduction. We have others that have participated in pooled income funds, which is a very specific charity, uh, and they can just donate to that one particular charity, and there's different benefits that come with that. We've had several people form a foundation, and usually that's reserved. It's not required, but we usually recommend over a million-dollar foundation. Um, that's when you get a little bit more complex than a donor-advised fund. We've seen a huge influx of charitable remainder unit trusts and charitable lead annuity trusts 
which we could get more granular on that another time, but that's basically ways of being charitable and benefiting either your retirement or your current tax status. No, this is great stuff, Frank. And Frank, as you're given all these variables that are at play through this idea of charitable giving, do you find that there are maybe issues that uh, these philanthropic advisors would address that sometimes surprise the donors or, 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 you know, maybe these donors don't are always consider or even know that some of these variables are at play. Do you find that any issues pop up that, that are a little surprising for the donors? Yes, in a special way. And it's close to my heart because, you know, I, I remember, you know, when our children were young at, at the dinner table, you know, daddy, why are you spending so much time with our town council or why are you spending so much time uh, helping the bridge, you know, or my college alumni, when I was president of our college alumni association, they would ask, you know, dad, you know, why are you out so much doing these things? And what I've over time, in addition to giving each of my kids a gratitude rock when they're about six years old, I, I basically um, see it as a vehicle. Charity is a vehicle uh, to bring uh, diverse interests and family harmony. Once everybody can get on the same page, I know two of my kids attended um, the Right on Sports Gala, which is helping foster reading and literacy uh, through sports uh, for kids in underserved communities. Uh, so the conversation about wealth and inheritance and giving back is a very, very powerful message when you're talking values and legacy and succession planning for uh, families and their businesses. Yeah, absolutely. It makes, uh, I mean, you, you begin to think bigger than yourself, right? You think about the world at large. Uh, it's it's really great stuff, Frank. Frank, for for those those donors out there that uh, are maybe, you know, they're recognizing the benefit of working potentially with a philanthropic advisor like you or your team, how do they decide if they need one or rather they could greatly benefit from working with a truly philanthropic advisor? Uh, I would assume not every donor needs a philanthropic advisor, but what, what's your two cents here? Well, that's a fair question. Uh, it really comes down to the cost benefit decisions when we're doing a deep discovery with our, our clients on their wealth management. But some of the things that might come up is, you know, how important is charitable giving to you and your wealth and for your wealth? Uh, are you open to accepting advice and recommendations? Not everybody's open to it. As soon as they hear the charity word, they might clam up and, you know, pull back. Uh, do you lack the time and expertise to pursue such goals? I have one client that I'm on the board with, and um, she's been spending as much as 30 hours a week in her retirement uh, to uh, foster the charity that she's on the board for because it's very granular, it's very involved, it's very tedious. So are, is that you? You know, Do you want to participate either in sweat equity or a combination of donations? But putting in labor is always valued. Um, has your ability to give grown uh, since you've done your financial planning. We have clients that have been with us for three decades and now, you know, to their satisfaction, they have surplus and that's always the best situation. And here are things that they can do with that surplus. Um, some are struggling with what's the right charitable organization because they haven't participated or they haven't had something happen that, 
made them feel more inclined. And, you know, we also, you know, can help them assess what their impact can be on giving. How is, how is that child in the donation of $2,500 that you made or $50,000 that you made enhancing that child or children's or group of kids' lives? And you should see the kind of responses we get from these children. Very oh, gratifying. I, yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine, Frank. No, this, this is great. And I appreciate you sharing those questions. Those are some good ones that people can be asking themselves to decide whether or not they they need, for lack of a better term, uh, you know, to work with a philanthropic advisor. Uh, Frank, and in staying with the same vein of, of positioning yourself towards a philanthropic advisor or away from one, but if you are considering a philanthropic advisor to work with, what characteristics, what traits would help tell someone that you're dealing with a reliable, you're dealing with a skilled philanthropic advisor, and this might be the right guy or gal to work with? Yeah, the fair answer to that is I, I believe that you need experience and focus. Um, you can't just recommend uh, a trust and not know the inner workings of a trust because people can get turned off very easily with some of the minutiae, the tax you know, reporting, having to deal with multiple different levels of advice, whether it's the administration of the trust or it's the legal and accounting element of the trust or the actual investments of the trust. And fundamentally, in even just choosing an advisor, the repu- their reputation and the relationships that they have could be one compelling thing that um, people would look for in a, in a true elite advisor. Roger, that makes sense to me. And Frank, in ter- so aside maybe from those technical considerations though, are there any issues or characteristics that, um, a philanthropic advisor should be bringing, like I said, beyond kind of those technical considerations, you know, what they should be bringing to the table for their clients? Sure. I, I think, um, chemistry and trust, you know, people can sense your sincerity, your passion. I'm very passionate about philanthropy. It happens to be, in my opinion, the highest level of financial planning and, and, and doing something qualitatively for your legacy. Um, there are other crucial issues to consider. So it takes a well-rounded advisor to know how is this gift and type of gift and how much of a gift are you going to do and how's it going to inf- impact my retirement? How's it going to impact my estate? And fundamentally, how's it going to affect my children uh, if that's you know my first priority? So we have tools and instruments that kind of meet a lot of different levels of benefit, including uh, increasing their income in retirement. And then, uh, as mentioned in our, I think, very first podcast, we talk about the human element. And it takes, you know, a story sometimes that helps a client open up to what they really want to achieve in their life beyond just money and beyond just making everybody wealthier, you know, when they pass. Um we find that empowering people to be more charitable, uh, that that they can be transformative uh, to other individuals or other organizations. And that's something that they may have never been introduced to in the past. No, absolutely. Frank, this has been a great conversation, a lot of value, I think, out there for folks that whether or not they were even considering, you know, you know, 
incorporating charitable intent into their wealth plan or not, certainly some considerations have been left on the table for those folks. And and for those folks, Frank, let's say they're recognizing maybe a need to work or rather just speak with a philanthropic advisor like yourself, like your team, what would be the best way they could reach out to you and your team just to open up a dialogue and, and uh, you know, start this, this conversation? Well, one, our process has been very successful beginning with a, dis- a discovery meeting or a second opinion meeting. Um, sometimes we parlay that into a stress test if they're really undecided on who they wanna work with. And in that discovery process, uh, we identify values, and those values often lead to some spiritual or emotional or conviction. Someone's life was saved or their child was saved. Uh, maybe it was drug rehabilitation. Maybe it was alcoholism. Maybe it was avoiding a suicide. Uh, those are all things that could come out when you talk on a qualitative human element level. Uh, those things come up. And uh, so giving us uh, an opportunity to meet, to have that discovery meeting um, is, is probably the first thing. And the other would be, you know, ask for some of our videos that we've done. An interview like this could be very helpful in someone who's considering uh, making a big donation. We'd be happy to get more granular, but maybe they just need to kind of get that next step. No, that's great stuff, Frank. I, I appreciate you sharing that. And and Frank, uh, look, I know you're a busy guy. You've got a lot of clients to serve, so we'll let you get back to doing that. But uh, really, a good conversation today surrounding this idea of of working with a philanthropic advisor. Yes, as you can see throughout our conversation today, they can in fact be a powerful ally. Uh, but uh, I appreciate you and your insight, Frank. And uh, looking forward to being back with you on the next one. I as well, Ryan. It's always fun to do these, and I feel very strongly about it. So thank you for giving our audience that opportunity. Fantastic. Well, look, folks, we want to take one final moment, as always, and say thank you to the audience for stopping by and spending some time with us here on the show this morning. If you took anything away from today's discussion, you benefited from it in any way, shape, or form, go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whichever platform you checked us out on today. That way you never miss out on another wealth management conversation between Frank and I where we tackle a variety of different topics that could be beneficial to you and yours. So for Frank, I'm Ryan. We're going to go ahead and say so long, but we appreciate you stopping by and being with us on Wisdom and Wealth. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. The opinions voiced in this show are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. The Astorino Financial Group and LPL Financial do not provide legal or tax advice or services. Please consult your legal or tax advisor regarding your specific situation. LPL Financial representatives offer access to trust services through the private trust company NA, an affiliate of LPL Financial.